0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 27th, 2021. This is your Fightful post-AEW Rampage Smackdown review. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash Fightful Live, go over to our comments section. Uh, We've got a bit of a poll running right now to find out if you guys want us to do these shows combined. If you want me to separate them and just do them back to back, the choice is yours. We'll go with really whatever I want but I'm at least taking your feedback.
2: Do I, do I have a say in this, Sean? No,
0: you're not on the show anymore. <laughs> Jeremy is being bid ado. He's passing the torch to Kate Hensler, who's down where? Down there. But as everybody knows, Jeremy, uh, the ultimate Kate may be winning. The, they're going to be watching uh, Lambert Mania going up the ramp. On the way out. That's just the way. It I'm goes. not putting
2: anybody over. Are you kidding me? Ah, I love it. over? Will, will you put over this birthday gift that I got? That's very. Oh my God! It's it's two fightful legends right there. Two
0: fightful that's legends. Tremendous. Yeah. He uh, Nikita Krylov fan is IRL uh, best friend number two because Hannah will kill me. But that's that's our mod <laughs> share Delaware. But uh, he's appeared on I think maybe one thing fightful. Maybe when I move it'll. It'll get a little easier to do stuff. But uh, my God, guys, follow Kate. Follow Jeremy. You're going to be seeing a lot more of Kate over don't, the next week and a half.
2: <laughs> don't follow
0: me. I'm getting in trouble with people not following <laughs> hey, listen, me. Listen, listen. If you don't like me, you can block Kate. That's a popular thing to do these days. You can do that. There there's so many options on social media. But there are also options if you're watching live. Leave a thumbs up. Hannah, you are number one. Uh, you're a number two to most people, but you're number one to me and uh, donate a super chat. that gets your question or statement read on the air. It would mean an awful lot. Matt Reichel says great night of wrestling. Watching this review with Sean, Jeremy and Kate thoughts on Danielson's story floating around. Um, if you've watched any of my shows lately, uh, you have probably noticed some hints and that's as far as I'll go about that <laughs> because I would like to still be in attendance at the show. But, Kate, where the hell was Brock? You watched SmackDown for him? Where was he? Give us the scoops. Where was he? Tell us where he was.
1: I don't get scoops. I'm just a heat magnet these days. But I don't know where Brock was. Um, I don't know. Maybe he and Alex Hammerstone are actually the same person.
2: Canada. That's where he was. He was 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 carving meat. He was hunting. He was doing Brock Lesnar things. (laughs) He ain't got time for this SmackDown stuff. Good for him. But we did have... uh,
0: Smackdown tonight uh, that feels like the bigger show to me actually uh, we'll talk about Rampage uh, Ricardo says Rampage is greater than Smackdown I dare you to prove me wrong well I won't try but Becky Lynch came out you know she got that that vicious heel reaction that we all anticipated oh wait no she didn't she got cheered loudly and they chanted for her because she's a babyface. face because <laughs> people like her
1: yeah. Um if you wanted Becky Heel to if you wanted Becky Lynch to work heel you have to have her come back and then turn her heel somewhere down the line. Like yeah. this is not going according to plan at all and we'll get into it later but I just feel like for what they gave us tonight there's absolutely no reason they couldn't have just let her and Bianca have a regular match at SummerSlam. Like She came out, she's super over, everyone's excited to see her back, and when you're a badass babyface to start that doesn't feel that different than a heel persona, Like there's not that switch that's going to turn. So of course they're going to cheer for her, she's not that different of a character in this way, so uh, this I was not surprised about at all that she got the reaction that she did especially because the the women's division on Smackdown is so parched they're just excited that anybody is back that might be a symbol of hope for them so uh, I was not shocked by this and I think it was silly to think that right off the bat she could be a heel without having some sort of moment where it happens
0: so uh, nerdguru says, "Oh, and two on Becky Lynch heel turn. She's two over." And Zach says, "Becky will never be a heel. The goat is her forever babyface."
2: You're shaking your head, Jeremy. You seem to disagree. One, you got to let it play out. <laughs> two, I thought this was an okay start. Like maybe I'm being optimistic with this. I yeah, they she got the seeds well too. Yeah, yeah. Like like she got she got the reaction you kind of expect her to get. People are excited to see Becky Lynch, of course. Yeah, she was kind of coming out smiling, babyface she she says like she apologized for it. she did the conor mcgregor thing right like sean and i know like she did the conor mcgregor thing i don't need her to go full conor she's talking about montez ford ford sliding in my dms you know what's that all about we don't we don't need to go that far with, with some of this that would be stuff. funny that'd <laughs> be funny that'd be really good <laughs> but when she did that and then at the end where she's like nah i'm giving you a rematch no nah, you, you can wait like I thought they did some good uh, some seed planting. You can't immediately flip that switch with Becky. It's just not going to happen. But you can kind of slow build it a little bit, and I think that's what they did tonight. I was a fan of this. I was a fan of the Becky and Bianca portions. The other stuff I could have left off the table with these losers coming out, Oh, buddy. But the losers coming out. If they
0: planted seeds, the rabbit got into the garden and just ruined (laughs) everything here because... You had Bianca come out, and Bianca was great. Bianca was awesome. She was like, yep, yeah, I don't like how this ended up, so I want my title back. This is what I want. And then Zelina and Carmella come out. Now, keep in mind, Carmella is, has lost six straight matches against Bianca. Zelina is uh, winless in eight matches against Bianca Belair. What the hell? Then we get Liv, and I'm like, oh, wait, this makes sense because Liv has beaten... Both of these women, <laughs> but hasn't been You're on TV in six weeks. Oh, my cats are outside. They're not loud in the office unless they're unless they're summoned. <laughs> but uh, can we
2: get both of our cats on the show, Sean?
0: No, not not tonight. That, that's a, we gotta we gotta promote both that, Jeremy. Cats.
2: Come out on, there.
0: be a good there. promoter. You gotta build to that. But
1: but live
0: live popping up made a lot of sense. And I did like Becky just being like, "Hmm, no, have fun fighting them. But Bianca reacted. I thought how she should, Jeremy. She should be like, this was a fluke. I want my shot. But I also do think it's a real babyface move to go through three other people to get your title shot back.
2: I I thought the Bianca stuff was good. I like seeing Liv. And I thought the Becky stuff was good. I don't need the losers coming out to keep losing. Like, get out of here with, with them. We've seen you. We know you're here to lose. Go away. Go go to go to main event and try to pick up some wins or something. You dorks. There were legitimately by the end of the night like six people on
0: the women's roster that would have made more sense than Carmella or Zelina Kate. Uh, we can talk about it now. Naomi popped up and Sonia is just like, what? <laughs> I love that the storyline is that they are corporately inept. I mean, if we say they want. We say to do more reality-based storylines, Kate. Here we are.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean that. And I even kind of have a problem with, I was very excited to see Liv back on my screen. Um, but this is how dry the well of women on SmackDown is. You have like kind of the top women's babyface fighting the underdog that everybody wants to see. And I get that this is for a title match, but like you're having two people that shouldn't be losing that are super over face each other. For a title shot, like, I I would prefer if there was a heel that didn't constantly lose to people. Like, this would have been a great spot for Sasha, because there's a story there, but she's not cleared. So, I, I didn't even love, I was so glad Liv was back on my screen. I do not like that we had Liv and Bianca, but what other options do you have? Tony Storm oh, is out to lunch, I guess. Um, I think a lot of <laughs> options.
0: You, you could have debuted Naomi here. You could that, have debuted Naomi in this match. There are two women on the show with title belts already that can say, we're champions, even though they lose all the time to me and Natalia. There are the two women who have beaten them three times. They could say, well, you know what? It seems like we're not getting a tag title shot. Let us in on this. Or Tony Storm,
1: just chilling. Just hanging out. Like I, with this, someone had said, well, Liv was on TV. She doesn't really lose anything here. And I'm like, she literally lost a chance at a title shot here. Like yeah. <laughs> she did lose something. And it just makes no sense to book your top like baby face against the underdog that everybody wants on their screen to have one of them lose. Kind of like it doesn't make sense to have and Cross and Keith Lee face each other. It's the same thing to me.
2: You guys are haters. All right. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys are just absolute haters right now. Let me tell you why this made sense. I understand Zelina and, and Carmela are losers. It's okay. They were there to lose. You, you, you want to put Shotzi and Tegan in this spot so if they lose? Just have the losers keep losing. That's fine. Be a fatal if you're going to book this match, just have the losers keep losing in the this elimination
0: ridiculous. match. This is ridiculous, Jeremy. Uh, Josh I'm trying says, to be
2: positive. It's my last show. Let me go no, out with don't some do
0: positivity. That. Don't do that. Josh Tolman says, fun fact, according to the Cage match, Zelina is one in seventeen since April of 2020. Buddy, check out what she is since she's came back. Nikolai says instead Mel or Zelina. I
2: don't know. How about Tony, Shotzi, Tegan, Naomi? Well, I'm I'm being dead serious about this. If you're going I understand I know your argument, Sean, you're gonna be like, well, don't book the match then. Book it as a single elimination. You know, or do you don't have to book or single pinfall? Don't book it as an elimination. Yeah. Like they booked it as an elimination. If you're going to book it as elimination, have the two losers in there to get beat. Liv gets some shine. Bianca looks good getting two pinfalls. I liked this. I genuinely I not doing a bit. I genuinely liked how this was set up. Well, I think they could have done
0: it against somebody who hadn't been in that spot against Bianca fifty two times over the last month.
2: They're losers. Uh, They're gonna keep losing. Who yeah, cares? sure.
0: So let somebody else lose.
2: No, I'm then you're then you're gonna complain then you're gonna complain why is Tony Storm taking this pinfall loss? Why is Tegan losing? Why is she doesn't have to. losing?
0: She doesn't have to. They, if it's an elimination match, then sure. she does. You know what? If if they're not gonna use Tony on TV, I'd rather them beat her in a contender's match or a title match, then take her off T V than just not use them on TV. Britt Baker lost title matches and then went back to winning. I mean, it's, it's not the end of the world. Sometimes wrestlers beat other wrestlers, Kate.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. And the other thing with Zelina and Carmella is them being losers. Just reminds me that apparently Sasha's an idiot for choosing two allies that just can't win ever. Like why do you pick two people who perpetually lose and who are going to face the same person because rematches is the only thing that exists here. Uh, like, why Why is Sasha that dumb that she would choose people that just constantly lose all the time to be in her corner? It makes absolutely no sense, not here for it, despite Jeremy's overwhelming positivity.
2: So sh- Sasha looks better. Sasha's the star. She doesn't want anybody overshadowing her. You get two losers around her. She gets higher level. She, she gets them, to a higher level. She looks better.
0: I don't know why they're hanging out with her because she beat their asses a few Cause weeks. Because
2: they want to look better. But Sasha knows she ain't they in on her level. So she's just using them. I'll explain Stop. this all day. You guys are haters.
0: <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts says Fox is going to steal Kate to make up for Punk. Yeah, right. As if <laughs> ironclad contract. Not happening. Uh, Ricardo <laughs> says money for the big star and Kate too, I guess. Uh, I thought that Liv looked awesome in this match i thought her performance was really good she hadn't wrestled since money in the bank i thought she was really good ultimately uh bianca i I like how it was laid out bianca won two falls uh live won one so she even picked up a win and she lost to the top dog if not one of the top dogs on smackdown i didn't have a problem with this match kate i thought i thought it was a good match uh do wish the participants were different but i thought it was a lot of fun
1: Yeah, if this is what you're going to book, which is dumb, Uh, this was well executed within the context that they gave us. I thought Liv looked great. Everybody said she's been working her butt off, so it is nice to see her on my television. And she is super over. And it's not the worst thing in the world because... This is for a title shot. It doesn't have to be like, I hate you. I hate you when you do have like a title shot hanging out there. So it's not the worst. I'll give Jeremy that much. But for the match itself, I thought it was well booked. I liked Liv get it, getting a victory in there as well. So um, from what actually got done by the wrestlers, which seems to be the common theme, it was all right from there.
0: Sean Blanford says, by the way, why not Asuka? She is well, allegedly on Raw. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know by watching that show. Nikolai says, bring back the real Jeremy. Enough of this NWO
2: ripoff. That's not (laughs) nice to say about Kate. Wow. Wow. I don't know what that means, honestly. My God. My God.
0: Zach says, Becky denying Bianca was the cheapest heat. It was, but I liked it. Ryan Zeldin says, Jeremy needs a V trigger Kate for his last
2: episode. If I could go through the screen, I would. That'd be good try
1: once i figure out what a w trigger is it's over for you
2: you'll be a while you will be a while
1: <laughs> it'll be a minute <laughs> yeah
0: nerd Drew says Do you think becky bianca is gonna have a step Um, uh, probably not it'll probably be just one-on-one to to start things off um but okay. adam cole are actually people saying or joel saying what's the update on adam cole i feel like he was not on smackdown or raw next week he's not staying if he hasn't left already like his deal was just up today, guys. The guy couldn't even get a an official AEW offer till today. Daniel Bryan has been a free agent since April, and we're to or like May or something. And we're talking about like ah, it's been it's been a solid twenty three hours for Adam Cole. Don't know, <laughs> don't know. It's gonna. It might take some time. It might take some time um Nikolai says watch both shows smackdown sold me a ticket that adam cole might be dominic's opponent felt like rampage was a better show and Janis agreed during the tag match so ray is backstage and he says you gotta you gotta work on your own dominic you gotta do it and i got you a match and i don't know against who when that silence happened for a brief second i was like oh it's gonna be somebody big Jeremy, it was Sami Zayn, who we reported on fightfulselect.com today, uh, was fine. People have been asking about him and Cesaro. We reported they were both fine. And this was a fine match, but Sami Zayn dancing over top of Dominic was worth it for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sami Zayn rules. Um, It it was good. It was, yeah, it was a fine match. Dominic's still a little, little, uh, how how do I say, like video game esque in, in his movements. Uh, but but Sami Zayn is an excellent professional wrestler. And the more time Dominic gets with guys like this, the, the the more he will improve and the better he will become. And when he turns on his father, people will maybe react to that. So, so Kate, what did you think of this one?
1: I thought the match was fine. I have some hesitations about these father-son relationships that we're seeing in wrestling, like... We see Brock Anderson go out like my dad would care that I'm about to die. If my dad was setting up a match for me, I would hope he would know who my opponent is. My goodness. Like you gotta, you gotta straighten out your family relationships in wrestling right now. <laughs> the match itself was fine. I think Sammy's like the perfect guy to have in there with him. So he can cover up anything that's kind of green about him. He's definitely still getting his seat legs under him, but like between Sammy's, experience and just what an entertaining guy he is in this entire run i think that was probably one of the better matches we've seen out of dominic i'm just not like super into this
2: they're teaching life lessons you know these these ain't babies okay these are kids in like their 20s and stuff you can't just baby and be like here's we're gonna bring you along nicely these are about life lessons kate
1: i know but like hey someone might come out here and kick your ass like i could have found out who but I'm just gonna let you learn that on your own. I think. Yeah, that's exactly.
2: You think people told Ray who his opponent's gonna be? Ray was wrestling was he 15 years old. He showed up the arena in Mexico. They're like, "Here you go, kid. You're out here against Chris Jericho or whoever. They're gonna toss you around." Ray's like, "Okay." I think his dad told him who he was wrestling. No.
1: I would just be like, "Hey, Dad, thanks, but no thanks. Like, if you're gonna be helpful, like maybe help me along. This isn't that helpful to me. You're just you're just setting me up for for pain." Life a dad's nicer than Ray Mysterio. That's what I'm saying.
2: Life Ray's gonna beat his kids' ass in video games. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: Drew says tonight I real or SmackDown tonight I really enjoyed him. A Becky Mark, so but it was so obviously uh, she was great, and the women got the first 30 minutes. A very good sign. Yes, that was a good sign. I'm very happy about that. Cyclops says he was. Uh, very happy to see the crowd is still in the Bianca. Me too. That was a good pop for her as well. Um, so, yeah, some some positives coming there. Andrew F. says, I find it funny that Sonya treated Naomi exactly how WWE has always treated her. I wouldn't say has always treated her. I mean, they had plans for her ahead of the Orlando and WrestleMania. She won the title twice there. She won the title at Mania. She won the Battle Royal one time. It just hasn't been consistent. There's There have been minor efforts and little consistency damn Stephen james girlfriend broke up with me before the show he needs some friendly faces to help me through it thank you guys for all you
2: do damn Stephen, i'm sorry eat a bunch of ice cream and yeah and suck eat, eat a bunch of ice cream or better yet yeah, go to magicspoon.com
0: because then you won't feel guilty after you you do that use that code fightful i mean you'll you'll you know what here's the here's the benefit steven You sent us $5, you'll save $5 off your order when you go over there. So you're coming out even here, buddy. There you go. Any breakup advice, Kate?
1: You know, fall's around the corner. Girls are going to be wanting to lock it down. So there you go, man. Are they? is
2: Is that like a thing in fall?
1: cuffing season oh yeah i don't know i
0: know i know, know that i know kate had a heartbreaking rejection this week so i just figured that she was in the mood oh too. my
2: god just dirt the scoops over here
1: miraculously i'm rebounding but thank um, you. i did on twitter so... get engaged to dan barry somehow
0: i mean it's nice. you know it's, it's just good i'm glad that me and jeremy could be here for you through this tough time
2: As as Sean, a married man, and me, a soon-to-be married man, you know, we have plenty of love advice to give him. Yeah, we love love. That's right. If
0: there's one thing I learned doing this show with Jeremy, it was to love love. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You learned something in this
2: year we've done this show,
0: Sean. That's what he left me with. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now he's
1: leaving you. What does Jeremy know about love? One
0: day, somebody will love Kate the way that Tay Conti loves to run her knee into Allie's face. (laughs) Seven times in a row. Uh, I'll we'll consider talk...
1: myself very lucky because Tay Conti loves that shit. I so. know.
0: <laughs> uh, CM says uh, WWE should bring back automatic rematches as a thing they have in canon since they do them anyway. No, they shouldn't. That was one of the laziest, stupid crutches they ever did, and it would book them into a corner of beating somebody back to back. Not like that matters. Hannah but... has come to me for dating advice. Man, yeah. <laughs> Hannah has good dating advice. Does she?
2: Yeah, I'm not throwing Hannah under the bus here.
0: Man, are we we're we're all doing karaoke next weekend. Eh? Oh are you gonna do are you gonna do
2: karaoke? I'm Sean? probably not gonna do it, but Coward. you never know. Maybe Coward. maybe I will. Hannah hey, so, and I are gonna do so many duets. We're we're woo. gonna shut this place down.
0: Guys, get in your super chats. It would mean a lot. We're obviously starting with SmackDown, but Bezos says, "Live and Naomi back on my TV screen. Yes, please. She's been improving from her training vids when she busted out that Cartwheel Rana, Lost it. I loved that spot. It was a handstand um, Hurricanrana, and it was awesome. Some stupid punk says, Jeremy out here on the wrong con coin. <laughs> Give me any of the con coin. I don't care which <laughs> one true. it is. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> young drizzy says the new nxt logo definitely feels like nxt moving forward using younger talent the people promoting nxt were all new talent thoughts Uh, i have had some talks with people in nxt some people at the top of nxt and one of the things that i was asked is what what would be different if you had your way and i was like everything's dark everything looks like like the the audience isn't lit like the Everything's like black around the ring. And I could say the same about about Ring of Honor in, in a lot of ways too. Like brighten it up, be a little bit more vivid. Kate, what did you think when we saw it was actually Wale breaking the news of, <laughs> of the new NXT logo and song?
1: Uh I didn't love it. I felt like the multicolor thing was kind of like already diet AEW, like they were kind of the ones that were like hey we're gonna do more than two colors i know that's mind-blowing to people but like here's multiple colors in a lot of our branding and they did that and took the black out of it i don't know i I think i maybe i'm just too bitter at nxt in general right now but it felt more like a little kid art project to me i was not super into this
2: jeremy I thought it was good. It needs to be brighter. I don't like this dark, moody, metal emo me stuff that, that Paul is going for here. I like, I like brighten it up. You know, Paul looked like he just got broken up with. We need we need the love in the NXT.
1: You are all about the love today. I'm all Dick. about the
2: love always. Are you kidding
1: me?
0: Daniel says, is USA Network pissed about NXT? Not a fan of the logo. I love it, but uh, I would imagine they would be happy for a rebrand because how much worse can it get? Brandon Campbell says, I feel like the Naomi thing is to set her up for a heel turn and maybe align with the bloodline. I can see Usos and Naomi against Street Profits and Bianca down the line. That would make an awful lot of sense to me, Jeremy. What, what are your thoughts on that? That's That's something that people keep talking about. I know Roman has sort of shot it down in
2: interviews. Um, I but know he's a people keep, too. He's yeah. a real good worker. Like I'm not getting my hopes up for this. Do I hope it happens? Yes, it would make sense. It would be great. But it just feels like one of those things that fans are just going to fantasy book, fantasy book, fantasy book. And they just actually have no like they they have no plans to actually do this.
1: No. You think that plans fantasy book something for Naomi and WWE doesn't listen? Get out of <laughs> town.
0: <laughs> they could never. They could no never. way. <laughs> uh, CM says Dominic has the charisma of a lawn chair at the bottom of a lake. Listen, if you find a lawn chair at the bottom of a lake, people are going to be like, look what you just found. They'll be like kind of amazed by that.
1: I'm kind of like, how do you know that's the equivalent of his charisma? Have you found a lawn chair at the bottom of a lake and you know that that's the measuring stick? I have questions.
0: (laughs) Dante says, "From from a graphic design perspective, too many colors on the logo, way too busy. I mean, it's a versatile logo. Anything matches it. I can tell you that based on my beautiful SRS ones. There are so many colors on it. It'll match anything that I wear. Joey AM says the X is not centered on the XT logo and it bothers me to no end. I can't be the only one. You weren't Don't the me. only one. Kenneth Johnson brought it up and I couldn't unsee it. Kate, was this something you noticed as well?
1: Oh my gosh. Immediately. It drove me insane.
2: <laughs> I have not noticed this. Oh I, yeah. Hold on. I've got to look at
1: this now. It's, it's bad. I also, Not like, I sense. work in marketing, so I I look for things like that. But this one was, like, glaringly obvious.
0: <laughs> well, Todd Ball says, What's up with the wind tunner, tunnel filter on the crowd noise in WWE? Is the idea if it constantly sounds like shit, we won't notice when the fake crowd noise gets pumped in. We do. They haven't been pumping it in as much lately. Uh, I mean, there, there have been some... You can, you can gauge a lot of the reactions based on how the crowd moves behind i don't know i'm not in their truck so i don't know i don't know a lot of that stuff but i am trying to find out chad gable took on cesaro uh and this ended the same way when they inexplicably did a cesaro versus otis match a couple months ago a dq now this is fun briefly but um cesaro gets attacked by otis And then there's this gnarly clothesline German suplex. It was naughty. Oh, it was naughty, Kate. But, you know, we're going to see this six times. We're going to see Otis and Cesaro. We're going to see Cesaro and Gable. We're going to see Cesaro and somebody else against both of them twice. You know the drill.
1: I don't know how you screw up Cesaro. (laughs) They managed to screw up his booking so much. He's, like, just perfect. Like, just let him go out there. Have a match, get this, that has a clear ending, <laughs> and just let it unfold. Like, you have to stand so far in his way for him not to be interesting. Um, and this is kind of like the the women's match. Not only was the booking, like, a little frustrating, but because we know we're going to get 900 rematches. Like, the mystery was taken out of that so fast. We knew it was going to be the You don't have to send three really. other <laughs> people out there. Like... It's so obvious when they do this rematch stuff, like, all right.
2: Why does Kate sound like she's at the sitting on a lawn chair at the bottom of the lake? Yeah, it sounds like
0: you're sitting at the – uh, yeah, it, your audio <coughs> is a little, a little messy there. Is it? I'm but,
2: sorry.
0: Oh, it's okay. That's now, now it's better. Well, now it's okay.
1: <laughs> sorry, I was in her. the lawn chair at the bottom of the lake.
0: <laughs> then we got uh, Nakamura and Boogs defeating the dirty dogs i'm okay with this it's a different match jeremy it's you know what more can you ask for it is them doing a little
2: something with the tag team division why the heck not they they love the boogs right like he got the victory last week he got the victory this week like nakamura is the champion here and boogs is taking all the wins here uh I, i don't feel like it's it's long before boogs is the one with that title Kate, any thoughts on this one?
1: I don't like that he took Elias' gimmick and has a less cool guitar. Flying V guitars are stupid. You can't play them sitting down. They're terrible. I'm not in on the Rick Boogs thing, but but all right. It's not.
2: In the words of Joel Pearl, at least Rick Boogs can play his own solos, unlike Elias.
1: That's fair, Uh, but it's gimmick infringement, and that guitar sucks. It was
2: let the record show i put you over joel pearl on the last show yeah there drew says to
0: vkm boogs is, boogs is reggie with a guitar is my feel i don't know he seems to like reggie an awful lot more than rick mark says i've just discovered you guys and jeremy is leaving yeah we're firing him he does not want to work fridays uh actually he'll be on the distraction every week and on the twitch about nine times a week i think yeah um, sorry
1: okay. i love you
0: Super <laughs> kick. i'm still here jeremy's I'm not going, still. going anywhere i'm <laughs>
1: going anywhere rick flair that's what you are
0: oh man you gotta look Jer- at your hands jeremy will pop up on wrestling inc in seven months wrestling sting that's the way it'll work
2: no comment that's, that's the
0: way. <laughs> uh podcast Wiz says as a born and raised Arkansan, arkinson i popped for the razorbacks the crowd got into it too Two months, dear me! After you wrote an article, I assume it was you, about Happy Corbin being trademarked. We saw it. Probably did. Let's be real. Um, he uh, came out. He's won a bunch of money. He came out in a Bentley. He's super excited, and he tries to buy Big E's Money in the Bank briefcase from twenty to one hundred thousand dollars. Big E's like no offers to sell him a sandwich and a pencil and a plushie, which gets a great cheap pop. It's masterful. And Biggie doing this is great. And Biggie's like, hey, I'll fight you, though. And Corbin's like, LOL, no,
2: I'm rich, bye.
0: (laughs) And I loved it, Jeremy. This is levels. This is amazing.
2: This is a rule. Dude, Corbin has been so good throughout this whole thing, from going from hitting rock bottom and being depressed and everything, being in Vegas, winning in Vegas—you know, nobody goes to Vegas and wins. Corbin, he lost in the wrestling. He won at the craps tables. He changed his whole life around. It's great. I do question his wife's motives because he's like, my wife left me. Then he got all the money, and she's like, oh, come back, come back. That's that's a little sketchy. All right. Uh, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, exactly. like everything else, this, this was good. Corbin, Corbin's great. We pretended Baron Corbin was, like, bad for so long. Baron Corbin, actually very good.
0: Pretended? No, he was not good for a very long time. Haters. He's he's great now. He's always been great.
1: His finisher was always cool. Lone Wolf Corbin was boring. This was great. I love also the casino theme that he came in with. That was so good. Yeah. Um, This was very fun. I do think he should look into, like, a, a stock portfolio. At some point, I'm a little worried he's gone maybe too far on the expenditures. But this this was fantastic. I loved his interaction with Biggie. This is by far the most like this is not Baron Corbin charisma in a lawn chair at the bottom of the lake. This is the most charismatic
0: yes. <laughs> Baron
1: Corbin we've ever had. I I really liked this segment.
0: Some stupid punks is NXT going from bland and gold to tie dye vomit. I I prefer it. I've seen. I've seen this NXT for like 10 years now, so I'm ready to see a change. Uh, We'll get to that one. Uh, Ricardo says, I learned to play on a flying V, Kate. Buddy, what is a flying V?
1: The guitar guitar. that has the like. I'm glad you learned to play on it because that's what it is. It's a beginner guitar and you should upgrade.
0: A fellow Ruckus member, Emily C says, did you guys know Elias is dead? This is, uh... yeah, that is who you think it is, Jerry. My
2: God. Emily, can we be best friends?
0: No, they're, they're my best friends now. Emily and Ali Cease are my best friends now. They're Kentuckians. Oh. I, oh. I just want to say, I popped at Jeremy going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was double checking there. <laughs> you maybe. were trying to see if
0: it was the wax figure, weren't you? Yeah, I, I know it. We'll see them in Chicago next weekend. So there you really?
2: go. Yes. Oh, I'm very excited. Can I V trigger you, Emily? no i want to be your best friend though because her sister's a
0: wrestler yeah my god so yeah we'll we'll see them next week do we know elia's is dead emily
2: now you're dead you're getting v-traded sean frozen what i'm in charge now sean's gone oh i should remove you bye i'm in charge now (laughs) sean's out of the show here where are we at he actually did like just leave i don't even know where we're at on the show that's probably an issue (laughs) <laughs> um, we didn't add read or anything. Rare I not show. freeze. <laughs> you
1: he kidding? really didn't freeze. <laughs>
0: you did freeze.
1: No, he no. really didn't, buddy. I didn't <laughs> at
0: all. just rudely interrupted me. <laughs> wow. But fortunately, fortunately, Jeremy, I'm going to be able to sleep at night without any interruption. Thanks to HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Now that I'm traveling, let's see, I went I've been Nashville, Denver, Jacksonville, Cincy, Indianapolis, I got Chicago next week. I got New York next month. I want to be able to get as much sleep as possible when I get home. I want that that good recovery and Helix sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? I didn't. During the pandemic, I wanted a new mattress. I was sleeping on this terrible slab of, mem- of memory foam. Wow. A m- 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 memory foam. <laughs> and I found HelixSleep.com. And I took the quiz. I got matched to the Dusk Lux mattress. I wanted something between soft and firm. And before that, I only slept on my back. Now I'm able to sleep on my back and my side. It's made me a better sleeper, a more versatile sleeper. Uh, and I didn't have to go to a mattress store and roll around on something that one of all you people had been laying all over oh i didn't want to like you know go to a mattress store and turn on like the black light and the luminol just you know light up like 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 vegas was last week no way i went to HelixSleep.com. i took that quiz it matched me to the perfect mattress, and it's the best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired magazine. And we'll go ahead and name it Fightful's top mattress pick for 2020 and 2021. They have a Pay 10-year on. warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free, and they even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But you're gonna, you're gonna, unless you're a chump. They even have financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep but never far away. And they offer up to two hundred dollars off all mattress orders, and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash fightful. That is helixsleep.com slash fightful. Somebody is causing me to echo. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, it's Kate. Of course it is. It's Kate. Of course. Wait. Wait. Kate. Yeah, it was Kate.
2: Is it still here too? I, hear too.
0: I, do? I don't know. You probably had your speakers on, Kate.
2: Ter- terrible yes, mic work. Terrible. You got the echoes. Are you sure? Like, you want to get rid of me here, Sean? Echoes? Like
0: you, you, what what feels are you like trapped?
1: I'm at the bottom of a lake in a lawn chair, guys.
0: We Clearly, gotta buy you. we got to buy Clearly. Kate some earbuds.
1: Yeah. This,
0: Nerd Guru says, Happy Corbin is great, actually, but it's missing Cameron Grimes. Give me the new battle of the millionaires. Sweet. What do
2: you think about that, Jeremy? Lots of fantasy booking about that. I love Cameron Grimes. He he, he rolls. I, I was hoping that Cameron Grimes would be the guy to like save Corbin out of all this. I like what they ended up doing with the Vegas stuff. Yeah, you do a Grimes and Corbin do a battle of the millionaires type things one's kind of a dick with his money one's pretty nice with his money and they both turn into dicks with money because anybody with a lot of money just assholes
0: but we had an edge and rollins promo this was edge saying okay i'm going after the title and rollins i don't know what this was but i liked it he was like you know what edge taught me a lot about myself It made me realize that maybe i need to change kate i liked both of these edge is like okay now i can move on i hope it was a one-off match that's all you need if you need to go back to it again in the future that'd be cool i don't believe it but uh kate your thoughts on this
1: um right now in wwe if you say you're moving on in a promo i'm pretty excited (laughs) like that's all it takes for me right now i really liked this with rollins i think Sometimes it's good just to, like you alluded to earlier, sometimes you lose to someone, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you tumble down the card. That doesn't mean that it spells doom for you. Like, sometimes you just need to look internally and uh, find another layer within yourself. Um, So I I liked this from Rollins. It was nice to have something that was, like, a little bit more grounded than the really goofy stuff he was doing, though his outfit, still choice. Um, But, yeah, I I liked these back-to-back. They weren't too long. Uh, I, I think they should maybe let this go for a little bit, but I've thought that a lot of times and they haven't. So we'll see what happens.
0: Jeremy, I know that you've been passionate about Seth Rollins. You seem to identify with him for some reason that I can't <laughs> quite grasp, but go ahead and get your last words in on Seth Rollins. Cause I know you're not going to talk about wrestling on Thursdays.
2: I don't have the glove. Unfortunately, I'm in, i not in the usual one place. foot out the
0: door. Yeah, guy. I've
2: got. I can go to a hold on, I can go to a deep. Jeremy, dark Jeremy's place. Jeremy's like, Is today a half day? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like if oh. you were a senior in high school and you had yep. early dismissal, that was the greatest senior, thing senior we're going, day we're going to. A, we're going
2: to a dark place, and sometimes the monster has to come out when you go to that dark place, Sean Ross. Sapp. and you know what happened? You see these claws here, you think Seth Rollins is done with Edge? No, 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 extreme rules. You know what happened last year at Extreme Rules, Sean Rossap, with Seth Rollins, a man lost his eye.
0: That was was a year ago. Was taken out long year.
2: That is what is going to happen to Edge at Extreme Rules this year. The man's eye will be dug out when the monster, the claws of Seth Rollins, come out. Let's
0: mute Jeremy here. (laughs) AEW (laughs) has had more follow up to the eye gimmicks than WWE has. I can't believe it's been a year since
2: Extreme Rules. Oh no! It's been over a year because they moved the date back. It okay. was like May last year. So I was something. like, man, that has been a long year. Maybe July.
0: So backstage we have Heyman trying to get into Roman's locker room, but it's it's locked. And, or his dressing room, whatever the hell you want to call it. And the Usos come out and they're like, you knew about Brock, didn't you? And Heyman's like, no. I thought this was really, really good stuff. I thought they pulled it off really well. And then later on, Roman's like, Paul, what are you doing? Come on. Like, he acted like it was no big deal. And Kate, I love that it's no big deal to Roman. Because he should see himself like, Brock doesn't threaten me. I Like, I don't care about him. I'll beat his ass.
1: I do really like this because initially I was not super excited for a Brock return. Because mm-hmm. I knew he'd be facing Roman. And even though this is a very different iteration of Roman... My only complaint with Brock is that it's kind of the same thing with him, right? And I feel like he's already had the same type of match with Seth, or with Seth Rollins with Roman Reigns uh, over and over again. So I wasn't super excited to see this. But the one caveat I said was if Paul Heyman's involved. I could be very interested in this. And that's kind of exactly what happened. Like, I think the nuances of the story they're going to tell with this is going to make this something that is great. Uh, But I was not excited initially because we get rematches already all the time. I don't need rematches dating back now. (laughs) So um, I am very excited for this. I like the direction they're going in. Roman should definitely not be threatened by Brock. He shouldn't be threatened by anybody. And Paul Heyman should be uh, trying to kind of cover his ass here, I think. I I really liked this.
0: Uh, Razor was happy.
1: I was
2: happy that Sean Ross Sapp just got muted while reading that super chat.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: That was pretty clever. That was pretty clever. Was pretty clever. Um very good
1: at this, Sean Ross. Sapp. Devo
0: said, go fund me for Kate for headphones and a life jacket. We've got a bunch of super chats. Uh, Colin says, hear me out. Or actually, I'll, I'll save that one. Kevin says, I thought this was a fresh SmackDown interested in what Heyman will do. And Matt hopes they're building slow to Brock and Roman. Not probably Saudi knowing them, Uh, but (laughs) we did have the championship celebration and Finn Balor interrupted it. To me, Jeremy, this makes a whole lot of sense. A guy who's been winning had his title shot stolen from him, wants to compete for the title challenges reigns for it next week. I wouldn't doubt if that didn't happen. I wouldn't doubt if they were like, well, six-man tag next week. And then they do the title match at MSG in two weeks. That would make an awful lot of sense to me. And it'd be great if Roman Reigns, like, trashed who wherever the hell they are next week. He's like, I'm not defending my title here. I'll defend it in the garden, but not here. Uh, what did you think of all this? To me, it's just common sense, not rocket science booking, just easy stuff that makes sense.
2: Uh, they announced the title match for next week. So did they? Yes. Yes. You should, you should like job. go to
0: fightful.com and like read read the articles I that are on busy. the website. I was busy. I was busy uh you know producing a
2: show. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, they announced the match for next week. So unless they, they swerve it, which they could that's not you know that that's not above them to to change that up looks like we're gonna get it for next week i'm with you seems like it'd be a bigger deal if you want to try to do that for the garden but if they've got cena for the garden if he's actually gonna appear on screen uh then you can maybe do like a triple threat match or something I, i don't know but they're gonna do it next week by by all accounts we shall see
0: yeah, I definitely probably should have paid attention to that. <laughs> uh, Podcast Wiz twenty ten says, "I'm calling Brock killing Finn incoming." Now, nah, I don't, I don't think they'll do that. I think they, they should build this match and do it. Colin Hedden says, "Hear me out. Roman and Finn open SmackDown next week and do a sixty minute Broadway." Kate, that sounds like really fun. I doubt they'll do it, but it, that sounds really fun.
1: It does sound very fun, and I also doubt that they'll do it because those things don't generally go together.
0: <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a fair point. <laughs> Only B one two three four says, "Do you guys know if Roman and the Usos had a six man tag with Street Profits and Balor after they went off the air?" I don't, but I know they've had a bunch of uh, a bunch of them with like the Mysterios and Finn Balor on live event loops. So there's that. Alicia Ellis says, "I'm surprised Finn had friends to save him." WWE loves making us think that faces have no friends. I haven't seen a lot of history between those. I think it's just the street profits being like greedy and politicking and all that, and be like, we can get a title shot out of this.
2: That's smart. Yeah. Uh,
0: Overall, I thought SmackDown was pretty solid, Kate.
1: Um, I it was not offensive like Raw is, but I I found it kind of boring. Um, some good stuff in there, but overall, I just when it's so many rematches and so many rematches that you can see coming down the road, it just is rough.
2: Jeremy, any thoughts? I thought it was actually good. There weren't that many rematches, right? Like a lot of these were fresh matchups. Will we see them again in the coming weeks? Sure. But I ain't got to watch them in the coming weeks. I don't care. So it's good stuff (laughs) for tonight. Well, before we move on to AEW, some stupid punk says, by
0: the way, Kate, a W trigger is just two knees. Oh boy. Well, uh, we had a an AEW Rampage that you know is not a, exactly like making me go, oh damn! I'm glad they add a third hour. Uh, there <laughs> there was a good match there, and there was some other stuff that I'm like, ah, okay. But the way that Dynamite and Rampage were this
2: week, I was like, eh. not the best follow up when you had CM Punk last no, week. Not at all. You, you want to hit a little bit stronger than that. I
0: and we've got J.K. Schwall saying the crowd was a lot louder in person Wednesday than came across on TV. They were gassed after a quick turnaround between Dynamite and Rampage and starting with Giannis, tag match, and Miro. Weird main event again. That I know Kenny Omega was in the main event. To me, the, the match with Stakes should probably main event, and that's what we opened up with. And Jeremy, we opened with Giannis, and to me this was rad for AEW. It, it would have been a lot better if he didn't have to have his mask on but he did Giannis, for those of you who all don't know is one of the top and i mean like one two or three top stars in the nba uh has turned milwaukee into a destination if that, that doesn't put it over for you i don't know what could this was awesome they were going back and forth to him and his brother
2: marking out during this match this is the best thing on the show the Giannis yeah. reactions forget the match itself just going to Giannis and showing him having a great time I would have kept the camera on him the whole time I mean you can complain oh why they show him so much but you want to show like fans being passionate and stuff especially yes. when that fan is an NBA champion NBA finals MVP and two-time NBA MVP and one of the top stars in the entire league like him having a good time be like oh man like Giannis just at a wrestling show front row yep. enjoying it like he thinks this is cool all right I will go check this out like I think this was a great idea Perception by AEW yes and I like anyone complaining about this I I don't know what to tell you because like they got the TNT synergy as well this was good stuff by AEW a very good decision to shoot Giannis as much as they did and I'm glad he had a good time Giannis seems like a great guy yeah Kate are you an NBA girl
1: a little bit. He's, like, not only such a successful champion, but, like, he's wildly likable. Like, you see his interactions with the community and his love for Milwaukee and stuff. Like, I, I thought it was so awesome to have him there. And he just was marking out a bunch, which was awesome to see. <laughs> like, his reactions were so vivid. I wish they, like, maybe had done picture-in-picture picture for the whole match or something. It was it was really, that was kind of worth it. But maybe not, because this was, to me, by far the best match uh, to open up the show, and then it kind of fell off a cliff, I felt like, from, from there. So I think it was really cool to have him there. And if you are having people that are tuning in for the first time since Punk returned, not a bad thing to see on your screen to keep them around.
0: Well, this tag match ruled hard. This had stakes. Uh, it was, there, there, there was one spot I didn't like. I didn't like Luchasaurus kicking out of a Destroyer at one. That wasn't it for me. I was like, man, oh, like come that on! That move is
2: that. It just it ain't it's, that move anymore, and that and sucks. Yeah, it, it sucks, does. But, it's but not. It, that's just yeah. that's just what it's become at this point. It just ain't that move anymore.
0: Yeah, and it makes me very, very sad. Um, Chuck Cassis says Tony Khan introducing Giannis was a great moment. I love seeing the owner of a company mark out for things like a fan. The show was great too. Oscar says the tag team match at All Out should be a three way. Oh, that's that's too many bodies inside of a cage, my man especially with big Luchasaurus running around. But this match overall, Kate, this humped. Uh, this one was a blast. And again, seeing one of the top sports stars in the world being like, this is amazing, and I can't believe I'm witnessing these athletic feats, uh, puts it over pretty well.
1: Yeah, this was fantastic. I liked this match a lot more than what we got on Wednesday. And I think that uh, – Having the cage stipulation for what we're going to get at the pay-per-view is going to make the fact that that's a rematch feel a little bit fresher because there's something to add a new dynamic into it. But as far as this match went... This was absolute gangbusters to open up the show. And AEW, I think, is really great at putting high-energy tag matches to open up shows. It's a pattern that they followed into that I'm kind of okay with because it's such yeah. an exciting start to the night. And they rarely open the shows with promos and definitely not long ones. Like, even when they do, it's usually, like, a quick in-and-out, minute-long promo or whatever. So this followed that formula, and, and that works for me. Loved this match.
0: This was a great way to kick off the show. I really, really loved it. Uh, El Milkman says, did you guys hear that Giannis was there? I don't think commentary quite mentioned it.
2: Um, you should beat that stuff to the ground though. Like you've got a top NBA star there. Like I would go full bore with it too. Are you kidding me?
1: It's just cause Jericho yells it at us.
2: Yeah. Jericho doesn't need <laughs> to yell in that great. See, this zone. was, this was my first time hearing Jericho on commentary. So I was at Ooh, the boy. show two weeks ago and last week he wasn't there. So It was my first time getting the Chris Jericho commentary experience. And I see what everyone is thought. Yeah. Chuck says, I love the Lucha
0: Brothers winning too. So important. There's a lot of history that I trust them to play off of.
2: But Jeremy, why don't you like it? Because I, the all out tag team match is, there's, there's not enough build there for me. They won the tournament and that's cool. But there hasn't been a lot of like Lucha Bros and, and Young Bucks interaction. They did this stuff with Penta and, and Eddie, but Phoenix... They took out Phoenix. I get that. I feel like the story just would have been better if it was the Jurassic Express because they beat Jurassic Express a couple weeks ago because of the interference. So if Jurassic Express wins the tournament, go into the cage where the interference is neutralized. I feel like that made more sense than the Lucha bros just kind of winning their, Look, I'm all for winning their way into a title shot. Don't get me wrong. I feel the story was better with Jurassic Express. The match is going to be great. Don't look, it's going to be a fantastic match. It'll rule, but I think the story would have been better with Jurassic Express. That's all. Cyclops says,
0: do the destroyers to end the match? Uh yeah, okay, yeah. I did like that. I did like that. Sean Blanford says who's taking a destroyer from the top of the cage? Better yet, who's kicking out at two <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> after it happens? That's what I want to know. Oh man. Alicia Ellis said the women's matches on WWE shows are better than AEW this week. So let's talk about that one. Um I don't know why the bunny is winning on dynamite, rampage right now when thunder Rosa is like parked on dark or something like that. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like they keep trying to make this happen and she has vastly improved, especially over the last year, her in-ring work has vastly improved. But like, you want to tell me that the crowd wouldn't have been more interested if this were thunder Rosa and anybody else. Ty Conti is somebody that, the fans are getting behind too like she couldn't have won that i know they were setting up the penelope thing but to me this is something they could have set up on another show and jeremy like Ted conchi hit her with like 64 <laughs> moves in a row she was like all right gory special End of the she like stole sammy <laughs> Guevara's move bam let's hit the gts too Bam. Hey, you know what? I'll do it again just to make sure I got <laughs> Kenta's version, too. Bam. She, like, stole the North's finisher where they spin her around, like, 65 times and hit her with a knee in the face.
2: Like She was move-spamming out there. Bless her.
0: If you did the V-trigger after that, Jeremy, and this were, like, a WWE video game, it would take, like, the special points from you. Because, you know, <laughs> you're, you're using that too much. You can't do it. And then it's just, like, Okay, well, we'll hit you with these brass knucks off a distraction and win. I liked the idea of this match more than the execution. I've grown to really like Allie as a performer as well, but this just wasn't it for me, but how do you feel?
2: no nah, i didn't I didn't think ali's punch and Bunny, Bunny's punch like looked good with the knucks either like it was it wasn't for me that it just it just wasn't for me i get it seems to be setting up the ann and jay return and they'll do the tag team match and and that's fine just wasn't for me kate
1: yeah i i have consistent complaints about the women's division i have consistent complaints about the referees and this gave me both like Aubrey is good at this, and I felt like this ending made Aubrey look a little bit like an idiot. Um, and it's it's just wildly frustrating because I feel like so much of AEW storytelling is so nuanced and detailed and good. And then when it comes to the women's division, it's usually like, hey, we gave you maybe a week of build, and there's not really a reason you're having this match, but here it is. Um, I was very encouraged to see you take Auntie back on my screen, though. I think my biggest complaint in the women's division or one of them is they made her a star and then she completely disappeared. And same with Sheena being a champion, just like gone relegated to dark and elevation. So I felt like she had such a shining moment and they just pushed her off a cliff. So I was very glad to see her back. Um, But I I don't like distraction finishes in general. We already had one on SmackDown. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need that. And uh, I really don't need it in a women's division that needs help. Like just give me something clean here to go off of.
0: Oh man, some stupid punks is at least the A to B women's division is trying to show more people better than the same two women losing the same match to the same woman every week. That's that's a fair point. Uh, it is a fair point. But two rights uh, don't
2: make a wrong. Yeah. Two that, wrongs that's don't a, make a right. Two wrongs don't low, make a right. So. That's a low bar.
0: It is a low <laughs> yeah. bar. Cyclops says women's stories in AEW, not in the title scene, is bad. It has been, and it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. Uh, Guys, leave a super chat. It would mean an awful lot to us. And please leave us a thumbs up on this video. Uh, Vote in the poll at the top of our YouTube gimmick up there. Also, we've got interviews with Sheamus, Drew McIntyre dropping this week. Uh, We've got Robert DeFelice doing one about card games, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Ryan Evans says, do you think dark now being taped in Orlando studio will be AEW's version of developmental like NXT? Um, I don't want to say I was a little bit disappointed to hear this Kate, but I, one of the things I liked about dark was we were going to get to see regional talent from all over the place. And I can't imagine they're going to be like, yeah, let's fly out a bunch of people. I mean, maybe they will, maybe they'll mass tape, but also they like to keep it pretty current with some of their tapings as well. How do do you think this will work?
1: Yeah, so there's a few things in play for me on this. And even with Rampage tonight, I would like some more clarity around the personalities of how all of this content functions, right? Like, we know what Dynamite is. We're starting to understand what Rampage is. Some clarity around what the difference between Dark and Elevation really are and making them feel different enough would be just really nice in general. But yeah, I I was bummed to hear that too. I think part of what I've loved over the past year has been getting to see talent that like I follow on the independent circuit get to work there. And I thought when they went back on the road, that was going to become even more prevalent because you could pick people from the cities that you're in. Uh, so, so that kind of bummed me out. I don't know if maybe this is something with like, if the nightmare factory is going to become even more of a feeder for them, or if they're going to pull from Florida, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love hearing that. I would prefer it go the other way.
2: I, I think Elevation, you can use kind of like regional talent and stuff. I like your idea, Sean, of flying in talent for like mass tapings for Dark. You don't need – it's it's the YouTube show, right? Like you don't need like top, top guys on that show. That's when yeah. they announced Elevation. That was a thing of like, oh, you're going to see more top guys on this show, which makes sense because that's the show in front of the live audience, the, the traveling show essentially. So I would mass tape Dark, use a lot of – use it as a developmental – type show. Maybe you got one or two top guys on there each week that you can just take tape a match or two that doesn't have to be like super current. Uh, and then otherwise you just kind of use guys you're looking to sort of give a try out to and, and see how they do. That's how I would do it. anyway.
0: Boris Nisdovich says really enjoyed Conchi versus Bunny. Hopefully they continue the storyline in the battle of Royal. Um, Forge glasses look really cool as well. Well, I mean, that is, that's why they set this up was to set up that angle for the battle Royal. And I imagine they'd, they would eliminate, or they would, yeah, they'd probably eliminate a few people. Brayden Campbell says, I want more Abaddon. I mean, tune in the Dark. She wins there every single time. She's like 42-1 and one on AEW Dark right now. Alicia Ellis, or actually, let's go to uh, Zach Barber saying, Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers haven't wrestled each other since 2019. Yeah, but they wrestled in very high-profile matches multiple times. Greg Carter says, Marco Stunt running off the Bucks popped me. That was very good. <laughs> that was good. David Brett mentions, Alex Reynolds reminds him of Samurai Cop. Yeah. Yeah. Danny notes, pulling Tony Khan pull or seeing Tony Khan pull off the impossible by signing Punk. Uh, if he gets his meeting with Cole, he's as good as gone, baby. I mean, I'm sure he'll get his meeting. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that, the, that a meeting won't happen considering the construction of that household. Alicia says AEW was kind of meh this week. I agree. Both shows. I'd say even Dark Elevation were. This has been one of those mediocre weeks, and I didn't expect that. Ron says they should do the commentary live for Rampage. The audio mix was poor because the overlaid commentary made in-ring audio dull and distant. Uh, I don't know exactly how
2: they did it. Jeremy, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I I agree. Uh, JK, I I think you mentioned it in earlier Super Chat, and... I know people who were at the Milwaukee show that said the, the crowd did come down a little bit for Rampage, but it sounded like they were into like nothing on this show. That's why the Giannis stuff actually stood out more because Giannis is going crazy. And the rest of this show, they're just, it didn't sound like they were into anything. And I do think it was just kind of the overlay with the, the commentary hurting that more than the, the actual, uh, the crowd being bad. Jamin Chaput says, Love it or hate it,
0: Jericho is this generation's Jerry Lawler. I see the comparison, but I mean Jerry Lawler was like 43 when he started in WWF. There was there was some more runs left in him than I think uh Jericho, but I do understand the comparison, and they are equally as obnoxious on commentary. Uh thank you to Ryan Sullivan for the super chat. Uh, we've got one from SmackDown uh, where Only B says, I was trying to say earlier the six-man tag did happen after SmackDown went off the air. Oh, okay. But, I mean, that doesn't really matter within the context of the show. They can do whatever. They can do it again. I mean, usually they do. Usually that is a reason they do it. CM Punk and Darby Allin video package. I mean, Kate, it makes sense. Any excuse you can get to put CM Punk on your screen right now, you do. The, the Milwaukee crowd wasn't screwed out of a CM Punk appearance because this is taped the same day. Um, this is, this is cool. And I think that the rampage tapings, the same night as dynamite make a lot of sense. Cause you can, you can get in the orange Cassidy song. You can get in Judas. You can get in. I mean, cause he'll come out for commentary. You can get in all this stuff that you want your audience to see CM Punk and sting and, and the jungle boy theme and all that stuff and wild thing. You can do all these.
1: Yeah. I really liked this video package. I'm, I'm a punk Mark, so I was going to be excited about whatever he was doing off the bat, but there's such a natural start story with Darby and with what they did on Wednesday. Like I felt like punk came in, put over like six people made this feel really important by basically saying like Darby is my test to see if I can still go. And that kind of got hijacked by that Daniel Bryan moment. But before that, that was some really great work to kind of create a, a feud out of, thin air, essentially. But because they're such a natural story, I I think that uh, the way that they've been able to juice all of the stuff that Punk has given them with these video packages and the the behind-the-scenes, like they're doing a really, really good job of continuing making that vehicle something that everybody tunes into. And the YouTube views on them are always ridiculous. like (laughs) Always the the highest that AEW has done of that. So kudos to them. I I thought this was great.
0: Uh, Jeremy, we've got People like Daniel R saying, "How good do you think Punk will be in the ring?" I talked to people that worked on heels that said, "Well, I saw him when he left WWE, and he's looking as good and even healthier than he was then." I mean, sometimes you need that time off.
2: What are What are you expecting
0: out of a CM Punk next weekend?
2: I, I think Darby's the perfect first opponent for him, right? Because Darby's just going to pump his ass off for, <laughs> yeah, for of CM course. Punk. Like Punk can do pretty much anything he wants to Darby, and Darby's going to make his offense look very, very good. Uh, and I'm sure Darby's going to bring out some fire in Punk as well. He's, he's obviously very excited to get back in the ring. He's very excited to wrestle Darby. He's not going to come in there and just kind of give like a, a half-assed thing. So I expect him to look good. Uh, like how good? Uh, who knows? It's been seven years. Like that's a long time, time off of the ring. And even if you're, if you're very – like we saw Samoa Joe, and Karrion Cross is not Darby Allen, but Samoa Joe looked like he hadn't wrestled in a year and a half Uh, CM Punk hasn't wrestled in seven and a half years. So I'm sure there will be some rust there. They could have chosen a lot worse opponents for him than Darby Allen. I think on the list of like opponents you would want for really anybody, Darby Allen's at the top of that list.
0: Oh man. Uh, Alicia Ellis says, was I the only one that missed the CM Punk Darby segment? Found out it was a video package and somehow missed it, even though I was watching rampage. (laughs) It is, I mean, like I notice a lot of people, they kind of tune some of that stuff out, but they do a lot of good work without putting somebody on TV uh, there. Nico Suave Bergoli says, Jericho kept calling Bunny a crazy chick, and Punk gave his wife a shout-out on Wednesday. AJ Lee is going to be the Joker in the Casino Battle Royal. I'd be shocked, but I'll tell you what. If there is anybody that can talk AJ Lee out of retirement with a promo, it's Britt Baker walking up to CM Punk and saying, it's a good thing somebody in your house decided to come to work for a change. I think, ah, <laughs> oh, I, I think she could do it. And it's very clear that that household thinks a lot of Britt Baker because AJ Lee's posted on Instagram. This is now a Britt Baker stand account. And the first time CM Punk has a microphone on a wrestling show in seven and a half years, he talks about Britt Baker. Hell yeah. Some super punk says the AEW women's division is a challenge. I want more on TV. I can't think of what I want removed to feature more. They don't have nine hours like WWE. They've got plenty. I'll tell you. How about the gun club versus the nightmare factory? That's one I could go without. Um, I could, I think I could, I think that's one we could have replaced with a thunder Rosa match for sure. Hobbs and cage. I'm excited to just watch them slap meat. Oh, uh, I can't wait. I like this because this is a feud that sometimes they got so much stuff going on, Kate, that you kind of forget about. But it makes a lot of sense to put it on the Go Home Rampage, which is not a Go Home anymore because, or the Go Home Dynamite. Dynamite's not a Go Home anymore because you got Rampage. Uh, But what do you think about this one?
1: I'm very excited for this. My only concern is that sometimes I feel like Cage. Only delivers his best when he's in the ring with someone who is equal to or better than him. Otherwise, I think he can get a little sloppy and things can get a little bit, a little bit nerve wracking with him. But I will say that, uh, and, and Hobbs is green, right? We haven't seen a ton of him who's super young. So, however, when it's that big of a dude, I'm a little less concerned about that. There's just a literal physical thing that's going to keep him from throwing people around like a rag doll because he's like the biggest rag doll in the world. So uh, I'm excited to see just a, a really hard-hitting match, and I'm really excited to see uh, a spine buster from, from Hobbs on that. That should be really fun.
0: Main event, so I, you know I wasn't keen on them running. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. wait. What? Are, are we skipping segments here, Sean? Oh yeah, I guess I did. Um, Got you. You're going to disrespect
0: God's favorite champion? Okay, so I like did that. Well, nobody sent any super chats for it, which is the disrespectful thing. Agreed. Nobody Agreed. send sent, your super chats for God's favorite champion. Nobody sent a single super chat for Miro, so I accidentally overlooked it. Um, and I blame our audience. I blame all you people. Now, fortunately, here's what I'm going to do. I'm coming out here. No more Jeremy Lamberts on this show. Uh, he is. I'm, I'm blaming him like the McMahons blamed Baron Corbin in December of 2018. No more. I'm going to listen to all you people. You're not going to be dictated by Jeremy Lambert. We're not, we're not going to do that anymore. You are the authority on this show, everybody. Uh, In in a few weeks, we're going to move to a thing where we don't have commercials in the middle of our segments anymore. We're going to turn the lights down for, like, the last 20 minutes of our show. Um, Jeremy's probably going to come back with a ski mask on and throw two cinder blocks through the same window Uh, pretty soon. Kate's going to fight Denise on, like, a platform, and, like, I I think somebody's wiener's getting ripped off. (laughs) Uh, What we're going to do, we're going to do a brand-to-brand invitational. Louis Dangor is going to show up here and kill our ratings. Uh, We're going to do a draft. We're going to do a shakeup. We're going to do a lot of things besides make a good show that will get you to tune back in. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hire Eric Bischoff. We're going to fire Eric Bischoff. We're going to hire Paul Heyman, and we're going to fire Paul Heyman. And then we're going to hire Bruce Pritchard. We're gonna do all these things to make you enjoy our podcast more without making it a good podcast. That's what I'm willing to do. I think I'm gonna make good for this error, Jeremy.
2: I believe you. I have faith in you, Sean.
0: You're gonna you're gonna let it play out. I'm gonna
2: let it play out.
0: Complaining is not conversation. I know that for sure. I know that for sure.
1: But we have something, brand supremacy, something, something. (laughs) you forgot to merge the rosters and split the rosters that's the other thing
0: listen i'm gonna have people come to the fight for lightning dome that's what we're gonna do
2: <laughs> I pipe in the crowd noise
0: we won't be able to yeah. hear you uh Wyatt todd says it feels like the aw women's division tries to build green talent at the expense of interesting angles and blockbuster matches with experienced talent it really looked like that a few years ago it looked like a few years ago that they were hiring Brandy and friends, and we saw a lot of that. Like Awesome Kong was not good three years before that, and they they brought her in, and they they did the stuff with Leva and Allie got brought in, and Brandy was in a prominent position. It wasn't looking promising. Now it's looking a lot more promising, and yeah. So Miro <laughs> just throws Fuego out. <laughs> And then drags him to the ring and rips his mask off and kicks him in the face and calls out Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston holds the mic up to his face and is like, no. And just goes after him. Lisa says, just for Miro, how dare he unmask Fuego the nerve, showing love for Jeremy because I can. Jeremy, this was brilliant. He'll work because everybody loves Fuego. And nobody wants to see a luchador lose their mask. And Eddie Kingston doing what he does rocks.
2: First off, thank you, Lisa. Uh, I love that Eddie did not speak. Because that promo, whether it's on Dynamite or whether it's on Rampage next week, that promo he cuts on Miro, maybe he cuts face-to-face with Miro, is going to be absolute fire. And he only needs one. He only needs one, right? He doesn't need to do a a pro. There's three shows left if you count it tonight. There's three shows left. He doesn't need to do one every week. One Eddie Kingston promo with the way Miro's been talking and everything gonna be absolute fire I'm already sold the ticket because I love Eddie Kingston I love Miro but that oh Eddie give me that Eddie Kingston promo give it to me I need the Eddie Kingston promo
0: we have a bunch of super chats about this Chuck Cassis says this is for God and his favorite champion he's great I'm I'm so glad that we guilted people into spending money I appreciate that
2: (laughs) you're Um, welcome you're welcome
0: yeah Claude says fan this is better than the Taylor Swift profile picture the sin <laughs> from, from jingle all the way come one on side, now crazy man. this one is side. great with miro constantly beating down fuego can we see Guevara go after him for the title soon i would love that feud that one seems like a natural progression that one yeah. seems really really natural some stupid punk says god's favorite champion and the mad king and Nikolai says all hail miro unless it's against eddie rise up mad king kate i thought this was a fantastic segment it one of those, like, duh segments. Like, of course they're going to do this.
1: <laughs> totally a duh segment. Uh, a few things that I really liked about this. Eddie Kingston is one of my favorites. And one thing he's really good about is knowing when to not speak and when to shut up after a promo. He never, ever runs long on a promo. He says what he needs to say and gets out of there. Or he'll do something like tonight where it's like, nah. Um, I love that this whole Miro run has made him a star and is going to make a star out of whoever takes the title off of him. Like what a perfect work. Um, and I I'm dying for this feud. I would love to see this go past uh, all out and go to Arthur Ashe and see Eddie Kingston get a pop for a title feud. Not just because I'm going to be at Arthur Ashe, but also because I'm <laughs> going to be at Arthur Ashe too. Yeah. I want to see that just to see him in a title picture at his hometown like he's already getting these pops on the road um to to see that in new york would be great but the only thing that we haven't really had with miro has been like an extended feud because he's mostly just been just murdering people which is great like he should do that but eddie kingston should be him meeting his match a little bit i think and i would love to see this get extended past the pay-per-view
0: razor 29 10s is pretty sure all out's gonna be three plus hours especially with 10 matches on the main card Buddy, it's an AEW pay-per-view. It will be five hours. I wish it wasn't. I wish they kept it to three hours, but they don't do them that often. But I can tell you, I wish it was shorter. As of now, there are nine matches on the main card. Uh, they could have gone without Moxley and Kojima. That could have been on Rampage. The, the, they could have
2: gone without Tall Paul. and
0: QT. Yes, that, that could have been the Rampage card right there. Yeah. Those two matches.
1: They could have gone without who?
0: Tall Paul and QT. Oh, yeah. Tall Paul. Tall Paul.
1: Come on, man. Make it
0: worth it for me, guys. Flow Pro for shows says everyone needs an Eddie to have their back on. I wish I did. I wish I did. A bunch of you dickweeds on the internet. Oh, boy. I'd be even more boisterous. Not anybody watching here. You all are beautiful. Alicia says, what matches are you most looking forward to at all out? I mean, I'm looking forward to CM Punk and Darby Allin the most because I want to see how CM Punk looks. Kate, what's your most anticipated match?
1: I mean, I'm the biggest punk mark in the world, so definitely that. But I think um, Packing Andrade is is one that's kind of been underneath, and I think that's going to be fantastic.
2: Jeremy, how about you? The one that got announced tonight, Miro and Eddie Kingston. There you go.
0: That's a hell of a match. This card is significantly better with that on it. Yes. Without a doubt. Cutler and Omega lose to Kaz and Christian. This is the first time Kaz and Christian have ever teamed together, and they spent quite a bit of time together in uh, TNA wrestling. Mike Preventure 2 says, Is Cutler at, or the best at this since Damian Mizdow? I would say so. Brandon Cutler has become invaluable to AEW being a crony, and that was the criticism on him, Jeremy, was that he was the Young Bucks crony. So now he's like, Hell. Let me lean into it. I'll be a crony. His acting was bad before, and it just, like, he's a very likable guy, and he's solid in the ring, but his acting wasn't great. Now, it's, like, corny in a fantastically entertaining way. We saw it was going to happen from a mile away here, and this was an okay match, but the crowd didn't seem to care.
2: No, it was... But once it got announced, you knew Cutler was taking this penfall, right? There was no yes. – they, they weren't trying to rewrite the book with this one here. Uh, yeah, Cutler, he plays his role. Great. And you need guys like this. You, you can knock Brandon Cutler all you want. Not everyone can be the main event guy. But you can carve out a nice little role for yourself doing this stuff. You can consistently get on television. You can get yourself over. And that's what Cutler has done. He was a, he was a main event of this show with Christian Cage and Kenny Omega and Frankie Kazarian pretty nice gig
0: to have it is and nerd guru says i really don't like how we're seeing kenny and christian three times in a month that's a WWE type of move and i hope they axe that trash yes i hope they don't make this the standard if this were happening a lot more than it was or even more than it was i'd have more of an issue
2: Call ClaygGranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: Kenny Omega interactions not to a minimum but to an almost minimum. Did how are you feeling about that? Because this is a very un AEW thing to do.
1: Yeah, so well first of all, I'll just say if somebody says in a promo Carney bullshit, which he did for the second time, <laughs> I pop. At that, every single time. I what also mean, because you
0: use it in your promos to, from <laughs> my experience.
1: Absolutely, I do. <laughs> um, I, uh, and also Cutler with cold spray, when especially when he sprays the belt, I, I, yeah. I lose it every time. It's my favorite thing. Um, I, because We watch a ton of wrestling and not just the AEW product. I do feel like, and we talked about this before, Sean, a couple weeks ago, I am on, like, rematch burnout. Like, Mm because this isn't an egregious thing to do in the context of AEW. They don't do this a lot. They don't run things back a lot. I just get burned out on rematches because of all the other wrestling I watch, I think. And... Do I want the rematch? Not really, but like they've done things to try and make that interesting, right? Like there's two different yeah. titles that have been in play here. So, it's not a pointless rematch and there is a story of Christian saying, "Hey, I'm getting in your head." He did it tonight and said, "I was the first guy to put your shoulders to the mat in like over a year," right? So, um <clears throat> in a vacuum it's fine. I just think when you watch so much wrestling, uh it it gets rematch burnout, but also, guys, all out. There's gonna be surprises. Like, yeah, sit back and wait. You never know. It's wrestling.
0: You're like, part of me hopes that there's a line that, that only if well, not a few, a lot of people will get it. But Don Callis steals like a Paul Heyman line and tells Christian he's only TNA champion because Kenny Omega doesn't want to work <laughs> weekends once every two months. <laughs> I would, I would really like that. I'd pop to uh, that. Sergio says, AW posted an off-air clip of Punk and Christian sending the fans off. Do you think they should have kept it on air? No, nah, that's a good thing for the crowd. That's a good digital thing. Um, that that would have been almost pandering level use of CM Punk. Milwaukee got him. The the TV audience got CM Punk, so it's okay. And Alicia Ellis says, so if the Lucha Brothers lose, I wonder how that will in- impact the Pac-Andrade feud. I mean, that's that's an additional piece of stakes there, Jeremy. It's that...
2: There, there's this power struggle a little bit. That I mean, that's like the only stakes for this Pac Andrade match because I'm yeah. not feeling the the build to this one too much. Um, like, it's gonna be a great match. I, I do think Andrade needs some something like the Lucha Brothers to to really get that act over. Or or if they they get Rick, like that'll that'll help because Vicky didn't add much. Chavo ain't added much. He he needs something to to get him over that top. That
0: top tier there. Hey, tell the people where they can find you besides here on Fridays now.
1: Well, you can find me on Tuesdays on Sour Graphs with Alec Pulowski. Alec? Alex a-
0: Alec Pulowski. You know Alec what it Palowski. is? It's We're that, that.
1: now, as you've what? discovered. So. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> you're also hanging out at the bottom of a lake in a lawn chair.
1: I know. So there you go. That's- I'm I'm everywhere. Um, I will be joining uh, for Sour Grabs. I'm very excited about that. And then on Wednesdays, uh, you can catch me on the Mark Order podcast, Wednesdays after Dynamite, on Facebook and in podcast form. We have a lot of fun over there. So come check that out, too.
0: Jeremy, uh, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> our condolences to your friends, your family, and your fans. Wow. Uh, T's and P's. Do I get I miss, to speak?
2: Do I get to say, like, final words? I'm reading. I'm doing your eulogy right now. Oh, all right. No, yeah, tell the people what's up. Uh, you can find me in the gym every day getting shots up. Uh, I do I do want to say just sincere, sincere moment. Thank you to, to Sean Ross Sapp for, like, a year ago, a little over a year ago, very down on things, not in a good spot. And Sean's like, do you want to do the Friday show? And I said, yeah. You know, I'm not doing anything. Just got divorced. Got my Fridays are freed up. Uh we can do the Friday show. So came on here. It, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I gave maybe the best moment in fightful history with this thing reveal. I mean it's it's top five, right? It's gotta be top five. Um oh, no. I'd forgotten
0: about it until this moment. So
2: <laughs> wow, how dare you? How dare you? Oh Jesus. Uh it, it has been a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you to Sean for It's helped uh, the Distraction brand as well. And speaking of Distraction, Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on on right here, YouTube.com slash FIFO. Folks, 4 p.m. Eastern. Shut up, Joel Pearl. I put you over earlier. (laughs) 4 p.m. Eastern on the Distraction. I have the biggest thing I've ever delivered. All right? The biggest surprise in Distraction history. I'm not letting the people down. With this You had
0: Clay Thompson's dad on the show once.
2: I've got ba- bigger than Clay Thompson's dad. All right, this is going to be the absolute <laughs> biggest pop in distraction history. Okay, really? The show starts what at three p.m. Doing? Eastern. What are you doing? The you you actually know what I'm doing, Sean? Why? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't remember, that's fine. If you don't remember, that's fine. Three p.m. Eastern. The show starts four oh, p.m. I Eastern. Remember.
1: Wow. Sean racking his brain right now. I can't remember.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I mean, I, no, I, tell me. T- I sorry. mean,
0: Jeez. <laughs> oh, man, look at this. Well, you oh. could join their group, Jeremy, as DCs. <laughs> get it? I get it. Ah! I get it. Ah! Bam! Bam! <laughs> oh snap uh but but legitimately it's been great having you on jeremy isn't leaving fightful guys no he's not, no. He's not leaving for fightful uh, fightful for wrestling Inc. yet no. so um <laughs> just you
2: know he's just,
1: just getting neck fusion surgery He'll yeah be he's bad. getting neck fusion
2: i'm surgery. gonna i'm gonna go be a stepfather okay um you guys be champions i'm gonna go be a stepfather Oh Aww. my gosh. Oh my Well,
1: gosh. now we're getting buried, John. for
2: the rest. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> Kinshiro
0: right. Sh- says, The dab is like a magic spell. You do it and everyone in the room is annoyed at you. They don't know why, but they are. Well, until next time, guys.
1: We're out.